Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Joining me on Level Up today is Georgina Nelson, also known as G Nelly, a content creator and variety game streamer for Guild Esports. Uh, G, I really, really appreciate you spending this time with me today. Uh, first of all, how are you doing? You all right? Oh, I'm good. Thank you for good. having me. No, it's my pleasure, honestly. I'm really, really interested to talk to you. And you've got loads of cool bits going on with Guild, which I'll go into in a bit more detail. But I wanted to find out a bit more about yourself as well and your kind of history with gaming and where it all began. Mm-hmm. Can you just talk me through that? That when you were a kid was the some game or a game in particular that got you really into the space yeah so I used to be like I'm 26 now so I had like the old old consoles but um I used to be obsessed with like um my Nintendo DS like completely obsessed with it I remember the day I got it for my birthday and it was like the best day ever and um so that's like where it all started and I had like the PlayStation and stuff like that like Dance Revolution and you know all of those games but when I started to really get into gaming and um it's not my proudest moment, but um, I was completely obsessed with Habbo Hotel. I don't know if you've ever heard of it. Yeah, I've heard of that. Yeah, but that's yeah, yeah, literally. But that's the game that you know I'd sit on call with my online friends, and like I had this whole other world outside of like kind of my um, real life and everything. And I developed this um, community on the Habbo Hotel, and I actually used to DJ on there. Um, yeah, which is an interesting one. (laughs) So I used to have like, um, like back then I used to have like fans and stuff where I'd like walk into a room on Habbo Hotel and they'd be like, it's DJ Gigi. (laughs) (laughs) So it was like, that was like my first introduction to kind of a like, um, you know, the, um, there's so much more to gaming than just sitting there and playing a video game. You know, there's like, you make all these different friends and like learn so many things from each other and everything like that. Um, to the point of one day, actually, I was um, in London. This is when I was a teenager and I bumped into someone I'd met online from Habbo Hotel. Oh, and I was wow. like, because I only knew his Habbo Hotel name. So I was like, hello. And it was so it was so weird, but it was so lovely. And I'll always remember that moment. Um, but yeah, that's how I really got into it. And then um, I actually started being a video editor for um, YouTubers, like uh, a few of the sidemen and stuff who are obviously huge in the gaming community. And that... Um, like really like opened my eyes to how much more there is to gaming like that there's a whole industry in it and like so much so many jobs and different careers and stuff like that um so yeah I used to be a video editor for four years and then at the end of 2019 I decided to become a full-time streamer wow and was that a big was that a big leap into the unknown for you at that point huge yeah Oh, like, yeah it's 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 such a risk like um it's really hard to obviously like keep up like being a full-time streamer and stuff like that or just a content creator um there's so much that goes into it and yeah I think everyone that's tried to like become full-time or like the beginning is always just a huge risk because it's it's so unknown still like um you really have to rely on like your community and stuff like that and like um 
the content you're putting out. There's just a lot, a lot to it. I'm really lucky that I have a lot of friends around me that are supportive and know so much more than me. Um, so I have like a really, really good circle around me. But yeah, it's been it's been incredible. <laughs> I'm glad I've done it. <laughs> yeah. And you mentioned that you kind of grew up with the games and started to love gaming in that way. And you, I think you did like creative media at college, didn't you? So you were kind of I moving into did. that space as well. Yeah. yeah, I did actually. I done um, uh, creative media BTEC and yeah. with Guild, we went to um, the first ever college that has an esports um, program. I can't remember the exact name for it. Um, but yeah, that that like BTEC they're in is creative media. So yeah. when they told me that, I was like, oh my gosh, this has gone like full circle. <laughs> like this is incredible. Yeah. So what? So you went into like editing videos, and was that going to be your full time career? Then that's what you wanted to do at that point when you when you left college. Yeah, it was. Um, yeah. There's um, actually I used to work at John Lewis, and I posted on my Twitter the other day. There's like pictures in the John Lewis article of where like like John Lewis used to release this article and like interview like their partners and stuff. And I'd be like, um, I want to focus on becoming a full time editor and stuff like that. And so yeah, my my career always wanted to be editing i i lived in dublin for a bit where i worked for like a media company and wasn't really my thing you know it's very um professional and <laughs> and stuff like that whereas i like to be more creative and everything and um yeah when i got into i i never even knew being a youtube editor was a thing i actually mm -hmm. think i was like one of the very first because i was kept a secret for years as an editor because back in the day it was really kind of like um uh what's the word kind of like not bad to have an editor but it wasn't really like a known thing like nowadays where people will openly credit their editors and stuff like that which yeah. i think is incredible and should always yeah. be a thing but um but yeah i i done i done video editing for youtubers for four years so quite a while so is that when you started editing the videos and you started, I'm guessing, watching more YouTube and started watching Twitch and stuff, what mm -hmm. was the what was the tipping point for you to say, okay, you know what, I'm just gonna go and do it now? What was what was the tipping point for you? I, I remember like editing like games and being like, oh, I really want to play this and try this, but because I'm editing them, I could never try them because obviously yeah. I know the storyline and everything like that. Um and the big moment for me was when I actually moved into London because I lived in the countryside. We had no internet. We had nothing wow. like that yet. <laughs> um, so when I moved into London, that's when I kind of like started streaming and everything. And again, I was really lucky to have the support of like the people I worked for and stuff that helped me out with what I needed to do. But I actually used to stream from um, an Apple Mac and an Xbox, that's all, nothing else, wow. which was not like... OBS didn't even work with Mac. I had to like download some weird <laughs> software to like make sure it worked with it. And um, I, I just done that for ages as like a hobby. Mm. And then, yeah, obviously I grew this huge community and everything that made it possible for me to become a full-time streamer and content creator. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, I think it's all like with this kind of um, work, like especially content creation, it always starts as, an ho as a hobby. Yeah. Otherwise, if you look at it as work, from early on you kind of lose that enjoyment because really content creation and streaming and stuff is like just your day-to-day -day life yeah you know like yeah. i remember like when i used to i have an office now but when i used to stream from my bedroom i used to be like oh my god everyone knows what my bedroom looks like <laughs> like everyone knows it and yeah. i found that so weird but yeah as long as you start it as a hobby i feel like that's always the best way to do it 
Yeah, and I mean, we, we recently, for the Level Up channel, we're looking at expanding into video content over the next few months and years, mm-hmm. hopefully. And we've started doing bits and bobs to camera. And as you can see this. People listening won't be able to see it, obviously, because it'll just be yeah. a podcast. But you'll be able to see my, my setup that my producers helped me kind of do up. And it's just given me a whole new appreciation for content creation because it is 100%. so difficult. It's so difficult to... It's the it, For me, it's the mental concentration of... Mm having to put yourself out there and record a video and the repetition of it as well. And it, yeah. it's just that it's so difficult that I can see if you, if you put too much time into it, there has to be a real balance, doesn't it? Between how much work you do and how much free time you have, because you just did that, you'd just be knackered all the time. Exactly. Like, um, I think because a lot of my friends are in content creation, we like really try and make sure that, like all the like friendship stuff we do like meals everything like that is really private because otherwise yeah your whole world is online and um a lot of people feel like they have this knowledge on you and stuff like that like i was saying about my bedroom i used to find it weird that i'd meet fans like in real life and they knew what my like personal like (laughs) living space was like yeah and um i think uh it's we've developed really well because i know a lot of streamers now have offices and because it used to be a thing where like the bedroom was kind of like the place because people feel like they know you more and it's more kind of like they're in your world. But now it's moving to more like offices and stuff like that. Like I know Tommy in has recently got an office and um, yeah, I think that's the best way to do it because it just does help with your mental, like your mental health. Yeah. And And that's most important, obviously. (laughs) Yeah. And obviously mental health is a huge thing now. And it's, it's something that everyone speaks about. And it's such a great thing that everyone's being so honest and open about, about just not just in content creation and YouTube, but in every space, there's Uh people talking about it more, which is so important. But I mean, back when you first started doing YouTube and stuff, is that something that you, you thought about in terms of like the fame aspect of it and stuff? Or was there anything to prepare you for that? And how have you dealt with that over the last few years? Um, so yeah, I, I'm actually someone that suffers with mental health quite a lot and, um, it's always been like something I've been aware of and it's been in my family and everything like that. And I knew going into content creation, like there is a lot on your mental health because you have literal thousands of people watching you. And, um, I think one of my biggest struggles with it was, um, when I was in a bad mental health state, I literally could not work. I can't sit at my desk and stream when I'm like sad or anything like that. And, um, I think with streaming, like people aren't like, you can't act for four or five hours, you know, while you're on stream. So you really have to be in a good place to be able to stream. And, um, that's really a struggle. And I think, learning to like take a step back and just kind of focusing on like making myself better and giving myself the time I need. And I do have to say, like, I truly don't think I would have got through 2020 if it wasn't for my community. Like I can't explain like how like taking a week break and thinking you're going to lose all of your like following and they're going to find new streamers and then coming back to it and then being so supportive and like, like just being there. It's like having like hundreds and thousands of people who don't know like me personally being there for me and like uh, showing support towards me is 
the most incredible feeling ever and like that is something I will forever ever ever be grateful for yeah you met you mentioned right at the start of this interview the the games that you used to play were, were not just games back then either they were a sociable experience mm-hmm. and I think particularly now with the pandemic everyone's gone through such a tough time but yeah. I think it just shows the magic of the, the game in the esports community and that I mean personally for myself I don't know how it's been for you but I've reconnected with with old friends on yeah. just on Xbox parties or do you mm-hmm. want to have a game of Warzone or a game of FIFA or you just jump on and you can just have fun with people yeah, and chat. Great, it doesn't have it? to be yeah it doesn't have to be it doesn't have to be something you do a I think that's a real misconception in the gaming and esports industry as a whole is that it's it's the opposite of being alone it's that you've got a whole mm-hmm. community and you can you can connect with anyone around the world I think that's just part of what makes gaming so great yeah literally without doubt whenever someone comes into my stream and they ask like oh what's some tips for newer streamers yeah. I always say to like try and make connections because once you make a good connection of people you'll all grow together you'll all support each other and that is like the most incredible feeling and um going back to like the pandemic and everything like that um like streaming and gaming blew up over that because people really found kind of a safe place um on twitch and just being able to watch like us as streamers and stuff like that and um that's why the game among us blew up because it meant 10 people were coming together and just playing this game together and everything and multiplayer games are actually huge now i think what's the other word for them is it like co-op or something where like you have to play with other people like they're actually some of the biggest games now and um that's so interesting because obviously people have been stuck inside and all they want to do is play games with their friends and now we have (laughs) all these like really really good games to play um and yeah it's great yeah, you mentioned your support network, and you, you've I've I've done a bit of research. I've looked, looked at a couple <laughs> of streams, looked at a couple of videos and stuff, and you've got the Nelly Nation that you call hey. your, your fan base, which is which is really cool. I really like that. <laughs> you mentioned that you've got your support base and that you you live with a, another YouTuber as well. And I checked out your most recent YouTube video. You know what I'm going to say? Oh um, yeah. I mean, how? I mean, you you did live with Wilney, or you still mm-hmm. do, or yeah? Um, um I live. Lived, yeah. So when I first moved into London, that's when me and Will Will any moved in together and um I started editing for him two years after living with him just because yeah. it was really easy and like we worked really well together. It was a really good dynamic. Yeah. Um and uh yeah, we moved out recently this year and now I live with another streamer called Lexi. Oh, wow. Um <laughs> Lexi Marie, yeah, who actually I met at a music event, a K-pop concert, and at the time she worked at Domino's and everything, and I was like you need to start streaming. I will support you and I will like push you and everything like that. And now she's a full-time streamer. Wow. Yeah. That's how beautiful this community is. Like, you know, like you can really like build each other up and like, it's just one of the things I literally love the most about it. All of my like good, good friends are all in this community and Mm. they're all incredible people. I'm not sure how big Will any was when you when you started living together, but it seems like you've gone like full circle in a way in that like you when you first started, you had someone like him to like look at and see what he was doing and like learn off. Mm-hmm. And then now you're now you're helping someone in the same situation. Yeah, literally. A hundred percent. That's what I always say. Like, that's what I always say. I'm like, I was in the exact same position, like where Will helped me so much, even like mm-hmm. just in because t- obviously I was an editor, like it wasn't great money. And like he'd helped me with living in London and stuff and like because he truly believed in me and that I could go somewhere and so yeah like 
him, Toby and Simon, like I will always be incredibly grateful for because I would not be here if it wasn't for them <laughs> believing in me. Um, so yeah, I, I'd love to do that with like Lexi and like other people as well. Like mm. I always try and recommend like dreaming because I always think if, if it's something you're interested in, if you don't start, you're never going to know. Like I always say if I started YouTube when I wanted to, when I was like 16 or 17, I would never know where I could be at today. I could be even like bigger or whatever, but <laughs> I'm always like, it's so good to just try it out, you know, as, as a hobby, like I said before. Yeah. And you're, I mean, you're not just trying out anymore. You, you're, you're a huge content creator, like among, even among ah. like, the biggest ones. And <laughs> uh, no, honestly, and it's, and you joined Guild Esports in, in the start of this year, January 2021, yes. Uh, uh, yes, which I is did. huge. I mean, how did you, how did that come about? And was that a hard decision or was it pretty easy? I mean, when, when David Beckham's evolved, it's, uh, it's pretty easy. Yeah. <laughs> So it's funny, actually, because I remember the day I got because so I have a manager and I remember the day I got the message from my manager and I was shopping with my mum mm. and my mum is incredible. She's so supportive. She watches all my streams. She's even like she she's more of a pro player than I am because she played in a actual pro tournament where it was oh, like wow. mother daughter. Yeah, it was incredible. Um, but yeah, I remember the day I got the email and I read through it and I was like, Oh my gosh, this like, this sounds really interesting because we get a lot of orgs. There's a lot of orgs out there. Um, and a a lot of them that are just in it for money and stuff like that. Um, uh, there's some really bad stories around orgs, but when I like kind of read the brief with Guild and stuff, they just seem to like, it was just so different with them. Like they were so much more about, um, like us, like as content creators and like building us up and wanting to grow Mm. together. And, um, and yeah, and I when I first had the phone call, I instantly knew I wanted to be with them. Like instantly. I'd never felt more accepted and like appreciated and like that someone understood also what I want to be as a content mm. creator because there's so much more to just creating content. Like um, we can bring light to so many situations. Like I've done charity streams to like raise money for Australian fires and BLM and mental health and COVID and stuff like that. Like there's so much we can do. Yeah. And, um, and yeah, like when I had that first phone call with Guild, I it was just the people that were in the meeting like they were just so lovely and I literally could not say a bad word about anyone in Guild they're so supportive and so amazing yeah and they seem to be doing things the right way I think you you just said that mm-hmm. pretty much in a, in, in a way and we we spoke to their academy director not too long ago actually and he talked about how like professional esports players it, it, because the industry is so new in comparison to traditional sports if you want to call them that yeah. there's not really anywhere that they can go for support and guidance and learn their craft mm-hmm. properly and get trained properly and but also just develop as people because the they're so young the, the esports players that are so on the roster young. um it's incredible the level they're performing at and the mental performance you need to to actually you know perform at the big on the biggest stage consistently and all the pressure that comes with that so guild seems to be doing things the right way and it seems to be just going on such a, a interesting journey over the next mm-hmm. few years i can't i can't wait to see who they sign next or who. i know literally next. the academy is like when i heard that as well about the academy because i've been into esports for a long long time like mm. i used to be really into overwatch league and stuff like that like i used to go out and watch it in this like pub by myself and, <laughs> and stuff. like and um so i've always like kept up to date with it and stuff like that and mm. i know in korea 
they brought out kind of like a university to like train yeah. up these players because otherwise they're just sat at home and they're not learning yeah. like like as you said they're so young so so young yeah. and they're not really learning their like um uh like the actual skills they need to be in this industry because it yeah. is quite a challenging industry yeah. and obviously being so competitive at such a young age and stuff like that. And yeah, the fact that Guild are doing the academy and everything to actually like train people. And it's not even just to be pro players. It's for all the thousands of different jobs that's in esports now. Yeah. Like there's so many. Yeah. Yeah. It's the, like, it's such a growing industry. And yeah, yeah I, I'm so excited to see where it goes. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm really excited of the, the industry in general. And you mentioned career there. And we spoke mm. to someone last year, I think it was, about how um, they've got something called PC bangs in Korea, where they're mm. like 24-7 yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. warehouses full of PC, gaming it's PCs. It's huge over there. Game for hours for like the equivalent of like a yeah. couple of quid or something. It's just, we seem to be like five, 10 years behind Asia oh. in terms of the growth. Oh, we so. are. Yeah, we yeah. we really so, really are. So let's see what happens over the over the next few years. Hopefully, I we can, know, we can I know. See some of that because I'd love one of them on my doorstep. To be honest, that'd be pretty cool. There's one. Um, there's like a um. Uh, there's one. It's called Wayo. There's like a few in London. There's three oh, really? of them. Yeah, I've yeah, heard yeah. of like Belong Arenas and that kind of. There's a couple oh, of those yeah, in there and stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, where is really but, nice. Like you can sit there. You pay for like the amount of um time to go on it, and then yeah. they, you can like order food over and stuff like that. We actually had our Rocket League um like camp there for a bit. <laughs> oh really? Oh wow. yeah, yeah, yeah. When they were like training. <laughs> That's cool, man. That's yeah, cool. That was cool. Um, Another cool thing that Guild are doing is the Gaming for Good tournament in collaboration with the Institution of Engineering and Technologies Difference Makers Initiative. Uh, it's going to be the world's first totally carbon neutral Fortnite tournament and Guild are hosting this tournament in collaboration with Difference Makers, um, a digital and social movement to get young people interested in science, technology, engineering and maths or STEM projects. Mm-hmm. Um, how, how excited are you about this? Uh, like when I first heard about it I was like this is such a unique and cool idea that we can definitely like bring more into the industry and everything but yeah so what we've done um, is like we chopped down trees in Fortnite and I'm not sure if it's out yet but it was really cool because two of the content creators played with two of the pro players so it was like a really good dynamic because we obviously like tried to chop, chop down the trees and the, mm. pro, the pro players tried to like actually win you know <laughs> actually actually play the game yeah. um but yeah i i think it's such a like good idea and we definitely should bring more kind of unique ideas like that into the gaming world yeah, definitely. Because I think uh, there's a lot of talk about esports and and uh, there's a lot of talk about gaming stuff, but there's not really much talk about you know how how the gaming and esports industry can help the environment and mm-hmm. look to make a difference in that way. Because like you said, the the platform that you and other content creators have got to exactly. to make a difference. I mean, it's 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 mm-hmm. huge, isn't it? It's a huge opportunity there, not just for you. The pressure shouldn't just all be on you and yeah, Gil, no. but, <laughs> but for for all of the the world, the, the the world's top content creators to get involved in something and make a difference. Yeah, exactly. I think we're like the first actual like generation to like properly understand stuff and be able to use our platforms. And even so, like not even as a content creator, I have I follow so many people on Twitter just for information and stuff like um, there's a lot of fans I follow for like um, information because they just word stuff really well. Like they even do that as well. And um, like I think. So I, when I done my um my charity stream, I done a stream for ten hours where I just kind of played information, mm. and it got like 
five, 6,000 views and just something as small as that to like relay information to all those people, even if it just helps one person, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. I think that's one of the amazing things of this industry. Yeah. One of the other amazing things is diversity and mm-hmm. that's something that's been to any quality for all. And that's something that's been talked about a lot over the last few years, which is something that's only hopefully going to get better and better in every industry. And I think esports and games is actually one of the few that's not male dominated, actually. There's I a know. huge range of people. And I think the, they mentioned in the, in the notes for this event that these kind of STEM projects, there's, there's a, in, to, in terms of like women getting involved in STEM projects, that wasn't really a thing and it's, it should be. I don't oh, 100%, know, you know, yeah. I mean, it's definitely got better. Like there's been a lot of, obviously, situations with like women in gaming not really being heard and stuff like that. Yeah. But again, I think because we are the like first generation to be able to use our voice and have this platform and people to actually listen. Um, yeah. yeah, I think that's really, really, really helped. Yeah, and it, not just not just men and women as well, but also diverse in terms of uh, underprivileged backgrounds mm-hmm. and different ethnicities as well. And um, we we saw a lot about STEM um, in regards to Lewis Hamilton in Formula One. I don't know if you've if you've kept abreast with with that at all. I don't know if I'm going into. I'm I haven't, but <laughs> please tell me more. But obviously, he's the only black driver in Formula One, and he okay. launched uh, something called the Hamilton Commission, which looked at. Um, basically STEM projects and looked at what what the actual diversity is like in the schools and the teachers oh, wow. that are teaching the projects and the amount of kids that are actually taking it up. And there's a huge, there's a huge like disparity between like what, there's a lot of white teachers, for example, a lot of mm. male teachers. So things like this, um, just to kind of link it, because I, I love Formula One, so sorry if I've got no, no, the you there, but I think the world of STEM, if we can get more children of all backgrounds, all ages, um, whether you're male, female, it doesn't matter. Um, if we can get more people interested in STEM there, or just give them a better a better chance to do what they want to do later on in life, whether that's be a content creator or be an engineer yeah. or whatever they want to do or just give them a much better broader range of options for the future yeah 100 percent. yeah and just to just to also because i want to see what kind of games that you like playing as well i mean what are your favorite games at the moment to stream oh i mean uh, unfortunately there is this like kind of time with games where um there's nothing new to play and it's a little yeah. bit dry and stuff like that but um back when like I was really enjoying um, games. I think Among Us was incredible for the streaming community. I've never in my life made that many friends. (laughs) Like, (laughs) I was like, this is crazy. I've made so many friends, probably more now over these few months than I have in my whole 25 (laughs) years of living. Um, So yeah, I really enjoyed the Among Us era, especially as a streamer. Um, And I think it was an incredible game to bring people together and like, like build each other up and stuff like that. I know I keep saying that, but streaming really is about that. Like, um, but yeah, I, I love Osu. Like I really love like Valorant. I've been having Mm. one of our pro players, you teach me how to play Valorant pro at the moment. So, you know, you might see me (laughs) in a few pro tournaments soon. Wow. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Um, and yeah, I just love like animal crossing. That was a great game for me. Um, but yeah, I think right now it is a little bit of um, a dry period for games at the moment. Um, but yeah, I'm excited for the the next big thing. 
Yeah, I mean, but that's the magic of the gaming industry as well, is that exactly. there's always the next game. There's always uh-huh. something better going to be coming out. And with the, I know. I mean, with the power of graphics cards and you've got the next-gen consoles and stuff, we haven't even really touched the service, I don't think, in terms of, you know, oh, the, the power of what we can what we can access. So I'm really excited to see where the, the future of gaming is going. But I'm sure, I'm sure there'll be another game. You've got like the new oh, Halo game that's coming out soon and you've got uh, the new GTA Mm-hmm. maybe coming out in the next 10 years oh yeah so. i know it's uh, <laughs> like cyberpunk all over again <laughs> yeah exactly so uh, i'm sure there'll be something for for you to do definitely i yeah, don't think you'll be will. i don't think you'll be you'll be busy i think over the next mm-hmm. few years hopefully for you anyway but um yeah so the closed tournament which i've just talked about the gaming for good tournament in collaboration with with guild and difference makers kicks off on friday the 27th of august we'll pitch some of guild's best Fortnite players and biggest content creators against Woo. their young academy students with participants discussing transferable skills and how a love of gaming can be a pathway into the world of stem what we've just done basically uh guild's world winning championship superstars hen and anas will be joined by content creators Ginelli and tn25 to take part in this once in a lifetime event which is set to be released and promoted to Guild's global audience. Uh, G, I really appreciate you spending all this time. I, mean, I know oh, how busy you, you are. Um, so thank you so much for agreeing to talk to me. And um, I wish you all the best in the future. Not like you need it. I'll say this to everyone. <laughs> everyone I speak to is doing really well. So me saying good luck does, does nothing. You don't need that at all. But really appreciate your time. And uh, thank yeah, you. can't thank wait you to see so more of you in the future and more of what Guild does in the future as well. Yeah, same for you. Oh, I'm excited to listen to some more podcasts. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Level Up, the esports and gaming show. Make sure to subscribe to the podcast and please leave us a rating and review. You can also follow us on Twitter at Level Up Pod, where you'll find all of our previous episodes and information about how to subscribe. We'll be back with a brand new episode very soon. Level Up.